This is Cultural Theories and Misunderstandings of a Madman. I am Samuel Kilhall and Hallball. Welcome to the cast. Hey guys. I just got a Google notification of, uh, of one of the mangas that I'm reading or has uh, caught up on. Is now going to get an anime next year. Woohoo! Um, uh, this is going to be a slightly wholesome anime. And he is not an isekai, it's just a high level adventurer. Wanted to quit being an adventurer and just live an easy life in the country, in the countryside in another kingdom. That way, his country wouldn't fucking mess with him and know where the fuck he was. He only told his party members exactly, or semi-exactly, where he was going in like a rough area, but not exactly the area, and. The only exact, exact location he told was the girl that had a big crush on him in the party, who was the mage, mage girl. She said she wanted to help increase or the uh, skill level of the mages in the Wizards Academy and be a teacher and stuff to help little kids and grow up and in the sense of like commoners and stuff like that. But eventually she figured out after being there for maybe a say a year um, that there's too much fucking politics and that everybody just wants to ask her for favors in the sense of either whatever you may want to say because she was in an a extremely high level party that, that disbanded and So she went, she goes on a journey to go see him and visit him. Well, unbeknownst to her, she wasn't, she was, apparently wasn't careful enough to keep the people, to make sure people was not following her or tailing her, that it interrupted the main character's life and then uh, an event happened and the guy got extremely pissed beat up the captain almost to the end of his life saying saying, listen here piece of shit I don't care what that kingdom says if you come after anybody else in this village or anybody else in my party I'll directly go to the damn king and kill him if he doesn't fuck off kind of attitude or whoever the fucking noble was If you want any advice or anything, send a proper messenger. Don't try to force me back or I will kill the kingdom kind of deal. And he actually has enough influence in that kingdom in the sense of he actually probably could do some significant damage <laughs> because he was one of the highest level parties that dis- that disbanded because everybody wanted to have a slower life after they finished a big quest. And one of the big quests was to slay an S-rated dragon that was that was um, that was affecting the kingdom's area, the country's little little country's area, and slaying that dragon. So the story fully starts off. Actually, what I told you guys is the midpoint. Uh, uh, story shift is what I just told you guys. The actual story that's going to happen in the anime, unless they fast forward it all the way to that point, um, is that they it starts off with them celebrating the big kill of and everybody celebrating them because the, the dragon's dead. And, the, and all the people talking and, and just the party members talking about 
where they're going to be going, blah, 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 blah. Next scene, or next, yeah, next main scene you're going to see is the guy doing a little tiny montage of to get to the remote area in another kingdom of just the countryside with a bunch of flower fields and and him just being there and then eventually getting married and and still having a life but no no kids yet just just uh, uh, remembering about saving a girl and getting proposed to by the girl that he saved and 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 saves her again because she wants to propose and then asking permission for, to the, her parents they say absolutely that's perfectly fine because we knew this was going to happen anyway because we re automatically re remembered you because you're the one who saved her fucking life the first time and we and she would stop trying to be a wife in all kinds of different areas like cooking, cleaning, sewing housework, field work, and etc. because she was dead set on marrying you as soon as you got finished saving her. And and so the and in and in that midway up to them preparing for the wedding and then all of a sudden uh, the, uh, the, the uh, major comes by and says hey I'm here to um, hi I'm here to help uh, to uh, come to see you and by this point him and his fiance slash wife and I say that because in their village you're automatically buried it's just the ceremony itself doesn't technically happen until the next festival because they have almost a batch kind of deal for ceremonies. And um, so they consummate their marriage. They, they actually show bits and pieces in the manga for that. I'm really happy. <laughs> and then... And then... Uh, tiny plots later... They, um, uh, the uh, uh, mage girl comes comes by and visits, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, um, wife gets kidnapped, and he's like, "What the fuck just happened?" And he, and then all of a sudden, he roughly hears. Um, somebody say something or he sees something in the distance because he's a fucking like S rank adventure kind of deal and um, he uh, grabs his adventuring gear and everything immediately bolts after with the mage girl for help to go save his wife comes across the, the damn part that the assassin the party and confronts them and then, I, and then that's why I tell you that stuff goes back to his uh, in-laws tell him yeah I'm in the industry adventure sorry for blah 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 and they're like we already knew <laughs> that's when they actually tell him we already knew and um, and um And side couple storyline is that best friend of the wife, who is uh, one of the daughters of the vineyard area, vineyard in that area, is technically crushing, but not, but is, but is soon to write crushing, not on the main character, but on the woodcutter who's the neighbor of the main character. Neither one of them want to admit that they actually love each other, because it's in like the it's like the best friend wanting to, uh, it's the best friend and best 
other best friend not wanting to admit that they like each other but they will get along with each other or tolerate each other because their best friends are getting married kind of thing going on but then mage girl com- comes in the picture and now woodcutter guy is wanting to get after the mage girl and the mage girl's like mm, you're, you're nice and handsome you're nice and handsome aren't you and now Vineyard Girl's finally wanting to acknowledge her fucking feelings because she's starting to feel slightly jealous that the mage, that the woodcutter guy is not paying attention to her. <laughs> but doesn't want to admit that she doesn't, but she just still doesn't want to admit that she's jealous. And they're like maybe a couple of days away or a month away uh, from the actual ceremony. And that's where the story so far ends at the part of translation. Uh, coming out wise and now uh, what is it say the 20th July 20th uh, there's an announcement on Crunchyroll that they're going to release the anime thing for the light novel version in like January of 2023 2023 I think that's what it said I can't remember exactly I, did, I, brief, I just briefly saw the news. I didn't get to see the actual... I just saw an image, and I saw Crunchyroll. And I was like, Oh, it's getting made! It's getting made! So, I don't know full details yet, because I haven't got to look at the article yet, but yeah. I'm like, yay! And, um... The, uh... Slime... slime I'm just gonna call him Slime Tamer. Uh... Because I do not want to read his fucking entire title out. That's just stupid. Uh, Slime Tamer. Or Sage Sage Tamer, or whatever you want to call him. Guy. Um, that one is going very well. They're only showing like the beginning chapters when you meet certain characters in flashback settings. Which is very nice. Because... In the story, there actually is some flashback scenes, and like in the manga wise. So, to prevent from extra explanation or just rehashing shit, what they're doing is they're to going forward through the story, and if there if there needs to be explanation or background, they do it in a flashback instead of rehashing what the fuck people uh, remember these people from and all that sort of stuff. So we can get to the main plot of the story. And right now he's in the snow village. Uh, he's at the snow curse. Uh, snow cursed village is where he's at right now. And. Ah. I don't know where I left off. Sorry. For some stupid reason, this thing wanted to stop recording. Oh, fuck. I was talking for a whole 10 more, whole 15 more minutes earlier. Fuck. Sorry. Um, um, I was, what I was trying to say is that, uh, Um, Black Summoner got some good stuff going on is the basic thing. Um, Sage Tamer got some good things going on. And I was trying to explain how I'm slightly disappointed in um, um, I'm sort of happy they're probably going to get a second season for weak, strongest, weakest crest, strongest mage or something. Because in the manga, they space things out in a, in a way that what that's that you can actually see the entire fight and stuff. But, but, but they say the actual timing frame of how certain things would actually look in the manga. In the sense of seconds and stuff like that, or milliseconds and stuff like that. Where in the fighting the actual fight scenes in the anime 
they either take those fights literally and sped the fights up to what would be real time, which is a disappointment. Really, a disappointment. But it's like kind of deal for some of those fights because you'd wish some of those fights you would at least get to see more of in the sense of either dramatic flair or whatever because a couple of those fights actually seemed very cool and stuff of how certain things actually happens and stuff like that but no they didn't bother with it they just wanted to rush through it it really did feel like it was a rushed product um and they just wanted to just fast track that story even though that was actually a pretty decent world building story um Because right now, I've stopped reading the manga because the anime came out and I'm like, kind of deal on the manga right now because of that. I'm still slightly current on the manga at least. I'm not reading any of these fucking light novels. Mainly because I like the pictures. I don't like the text so much. And my, and the, oh. What's the manga? I forgot the name of the manga already. Um, fuck. Denise Akai put and deals with slaves in a good way, but not a bad way, in the sense that he actually buys the weakened or sickened uh, slaves, and he's a and he's a, he's like the youngest son of the of a merchant family in this small village and he buys any and almost all slaves that are sickened, wounded uh, stuff like that and buys them and then heals them up in the sense of like actual doctor healing and like they're extremely like brand new before they even had any injuries at all and and he gets to a point that he's now basically taken over almost the entire fucking town <laughs> he's created a mail service like mail like in paper letters packages and stuff like a, two cafes an entire army, a secret tunnel to a dungeon and and a bunch of different research and now he he literally just finished his marriage ceremony to his hot wife who is like maybe five years, ten years older than he is in, in, in the in the uh Five ten years older than he is in the uh, in the in the storyline, and he and he and he saved her and came up with a way to save save her, and in the process he saved a bunch of other uh, ex marines and stuff, and they get married. And they, <laughs> he finally makes her blush in the sense that I don't know if he was joking or not, but he says, I want to have like five or eight kids or something like that. <laughs> and that's, and then after the ceremony, they kiss, and then that's where the chapter ends. I, I really want to, I want more of those. I want more of that manga. I got to find that manga more often. I gotta refine it in my list and then refine more websites that have it so I can actually like actually read it or whatever. And let's see.
new season of Destiny out this week. Came out yesterday. I haven't got to play it yet. I'm probably going gonna, gonna to play today. And Talk to you guys later. Hey guys, I am just catching you guys up with certain, certain things. I don't know what to talk about. I just need to keep talking and maybe I'll start building more world stuff, I guess. Um, I just got done today with big order. Oh my gosh. Thank God I got to finish it today. Whew. And I did I only had maybe three falls on them. Oh my gosh, it behaved so well today. And my machine behaved so well today. Oh my gosh, thank Lord. Thank old big guy in the sky. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Woo! Praise, 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 praise. Um, uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, for new listeners, I work in a box. I work in a box factory, and I'm at the end line, and I take the already stitched or glued boxes, and the boxes that majority of people don't like but it is a really good thing for certain customers depending what their product is to have reinforced waxed or um, re reinforced boxes which are usually wax boxes or laminated wa laminated boxes and they're usually either uh, triple wall triple wall or they are double walled and or at least single walled with wax on both sides or just one side period and and we had an order today with oh my gosh it's the small but just the perfect height to where I don't have to constantly fiddle with the damn sensor uh, to make sure it bands it at the right time. Damn these suckers. You have to make sure you bend them both ways. No matter what kind it is, if it has wax on it or laminate on it, you have to make sure you band the unit that you ship the boxes to the customer in both ways, no matter what. Because those suckers like to slide like fucking hell. No, that's a bad analogy. What's a good analogy? Like they like to slide hot butter on on a, a, a pan. No, like to slide. They they like to slide like butter on a hot pan. That's the analogy. But that's the that's the analogy. But the thing is, this is more. These are more like. Um, if they're under the right pressure or don't have enough pressure on the right side, they will squeeze out like a like you're um, uh, pinching something out. Like, um, basically, they get pinch squeezed to go one way or another way, or they get bumped the wrong way, and all of a sudden the whole unit wants to fall apart because it has one loose spot and the friction is not there to keep everything together. So you have to band it both ways in the sense of band it long ways and hor and vertical. Vertical and horizontal. 
vertical and horizontal. No, it's not how you say it either. Lengthwise and widthwise. There you go. That's the words I'm looking for. Oh my gosh, those are annoying pistons. Not not the customers, just the boxes themselves. Uh, just the boxes themselves. Overall, we love our customers. We'll do that. We do it. We'll have a good time. And the boxes didn't misbehave this time. Not too bad. So we didn't have too much trouble today. And it was a decent order in the sense that it took all day to do. But it wasn't like we had extra hot orders in between on one machine. But we had all three machines running at today. But it was at a steady pace. And because I had my hydraulic machine and it wasn't acting up today, my machine was not acting up today, I actually got a good steady pace going and I didn't have to worry about it too much. And I actually had decent top sheets that I didn't have to fiddle with too much. And the guys had decent bottom sheets for the wax stuff to where it was all one piece. All they had to do was cut one corner uh, one corner section of it and then good to go got good bottom sheet and I didn't have to worry about it or fiddle with it or nothing so I was like yes yes and so all I so I didn't have to worry about that So far, my lunch this week is pork chops. Uh, I made lunch for myself this week in the sense of like pre-packaged my own lunch. Um, like I cook it all, I try to cook it all on a Sunday or a Saturday and I make enough uh, for all my lunches for the, rest, for the rest of the next week. Like Monday through Friday kind of deal. And... Um, this time I had uh, this time I have pork chops like I, I put I usually make it in one big pan or two things and I usually add rice uh, to it for like a extra grain or something I don't know I don't really care too much I had white rice at the bottom of the container and the inside of the white rice because I made because what I did was I made I made sticky rice and I used the sticky rice as soon as it was nice and hot and nice and I don't like it crunchy but I like it soft a little bit so what I did was I packed it all I, I, I made it too early is what happened but I, apparently I made it at the right time also I, don't, I can't quite tell but I can tell, but in the sense that it's not stale, it's not crunchy, anything like that. But, my feeling. I had, I didn't, it needs salt. That's always my biggest problem. I'm always scared of putting too much salt in something. Um, I'm not afraid for the heat, like pepper and all that stuff. I'm afraid of too much salt or too much uh, overpowering like onions uh, I accidentally put too much onion in uh, in one of them one, uh, one of my meals one time I was like ah too much onion need less onion next time got it this time I put about a quarter of onion uh, I have like a big like a big large onion that I've been using over uh, over a couple weeks and it has not gotten bad it has not got bad I haven't at all I, it's literally a whole onion about uh, what's that five inches less than five inches about a little less than five inches diameter uh, onion it's not a big round onion like big old circle but it's it's like almost like a it's one of those odd shaped onion it's a it's a wide onion Still has his husk on it and everything. And it's about five inches in diameter. 
but squashed in the sense that it's not perfectly spherical. It's more oval, kind of oval shape. What I've done is I've cut off sections of it and, uh, and depending on what I needed and then I would Ziploc bag it while it still has everything still on it and then and then throw it in the crisper drawer and use it the next time I need it. And I try to come up with dishes that would either need or would it wouldn't hurt to have an onion. And, and let's say it that way. So I'm I've still I've still got one quarter of onion left. I gotta make something with. And then that's good. And then I still got a quarter of a cucumber I gotta use. So I'll probably make a sandwich or something one day and I'll use both of them and then that. Or I'll boil some eggs and I'll make oh a bowl a bowl two eggs, boil two potatoes, and peel the onion, uh, peel the potatoes, peel the cucumber, and use the rest of the onion, cucumber, and potatoes and, and the egg, and I'll have and I'll have some potato salad. Perfect. Little little little, little pickle juice, little relish, not too much, not too much. Um. And uh, yeah, I'll do that next week. Yeah, I'll definitely do that for next week or, or this weekend. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. That's something. Anyway, back to what I back back to what I put in uh, for my month lunch this week. I had used uh, I think it's called pork loin. Yeah, it's already cut up pork loin with no bone. So it's like pork chops. And it's like a half an inch, about three millimeter thick, uh, pieces of meat. And um, I put them, I, I make sure they're frozen. I always make things are frozen because I, I like things taking a long time to cook. Or I don't technically like to, but I have the time. So I make sure I get up at a decent time, like 12 or a little earlier. Ten or a little earlier in the morning, and then I put them in the bottom pan. Is I'm just telling you what I did this time. I'm gonna, always going to change it up. This time I put this, tossed them in the bottom of the pan. Didn't use all of them. So the, and I, and I, I I saw like a pre-determined amount of pork loin pre-chops, uh, like already sealed container packages. Like they're individual pork chop things, and then and they and it's like maybe four or five in a thing. And I put out enough for six days. And the, the Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yes, yeah, six days. Yeah, but, but, but that sounds about right. I put about six in the pan, very bottom. And then I did, and I already pre-chopped my onion. My onion. I pre-chopped my um, potatoes, and I bought. I had bought a little bit of vel uh, frozen uh, vegetable mel mel melody, which is usually which is usually uh, cauliflower. Uh, broccoli and carrots, usually just those three. So I grab, I got the two little bags of that, tossed that in there too. I did it. I did the order backwards. I was supposed to put in my potatoes in first for the whole thing. Then I was supposed to put my onion. Then I was supposed to season. Then I was supposed to put the frozen vegetables on the top top. Then I was supposed to re-add re little extra seasoning, like a little dash extra seasoning on top of that. Then I was supposed to add water and oil over all of it. And put enough water in it to cover at least the, just the potatoes, but not overflowing in the pan. I did it backwards, and I put the potatoes in the very last. Bad decision. Because half my potatoes started turning black like char not charcoal 
but not burnt either. They just started getting turning black. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I was like, I don't know what the hell is wrong with this. I guess they're getting burnt. So, and so I was like, ah, damn it, I gotta stir it. So I flipped one pork chop to see if I can get some of the stuff. Turn on like I don't need to flip the whole thing. That's gonna get the meat dried out. I want the meat juicy at the bottom. And I'm using a 400 degree oven. Uh, it's not the one with the fan in the back. I don't think. It's just the heat. So whatever that damn word is, I can never. I can never place those two damn words together in the correct sentence. Um, and what I did was I put, did that. I put it in for an hour and 20. Came back. And it was like maybe 20 minutes left or some odd time left or the buzzer of that beat. And I come check on it. Make sure things look good. I was like, oh, damn it, the potatoes. I forgot what's them on the bottom. Damn it. So I do, I do some stirring and then I add a little bit extra a little bit extra water. Notice the meat not still not quite done yet. Cause it literally just defrosted everything is what happened in the, in the first hour. So after I stir a little bit and add a little extra water and stuff, I recover it, put it back in the oven for another hour and 30, I said came back to it looked at it it still had like 30 minutes left to go but this time I, I started again added even more water then left it for another hour this time I waited for the buzzer to beep I put it on for an hour and 20 minutes instead so in total this thing has been cooking for three hours in a 400 degree oven and I had it stirred it three times okay after the third hour, I was like, okay, the meat looks good. It looks cooked. I cut a couple pieces here and there, just like not all the way through, but just enough to see what it, well, I like my cross section. I like the stuff well done. I don't like blood in the sense of running blood. You bastards will criticize me all you damn want. I do not want salmon, the salmonella blah 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 that's how I was raised and I don't like the taste of a red runny blood I've tasted my own damn blood it's metallic I don't like that taste anyway I saw okay good I, my, meat looks, my meat looks good how's my potatoes damn it my potatoes still ain't done quite yet so I was like fuck Put it in for at least 30 more minutes. I'm like, okay, my potatoes are just right. So I I leave it on the countertop, still covered, but this time I take off the sheet that was on that had the poke holes in it, grab a new sheet, no poke holes, fully seal it in the sense of like crinkling it around the edges and stuff around the entire pan top. While it's still hot, that sit out of the oven for like an hour or 30 minutes turn off the oven at the same time and then um, I just let it sit set, let it sit like that and then right before I go to work I put the whole thing back in the oven because the oven's still sort of hot and I use it as a, keep, as a slight warmer slash just to let Every, all the juices soak because if you don't let your juices soak um, or marinate or whatever the fucking term is things ain't gonna be juicy so I, I like that did while I worked for like five seven like five six hours and then after that I came home cleaned off my hands and everything got myself ready and and then I uh, 
And then after that, I went to, uh, I, I dished it out to the different containers and then made sure I used the juice and I made sure I put enough juice in each of them to cover the bottom so the rice can soak up the juice. Also, I pre-disc, uh, a pre, as I was putting them in the thing, <coughs> I made sure I uh, broken apart the meat while I did, while I was putting them in the bowls. So far, everything has been perfect. It tastes good. Oh, I put two frozen red peppers in it. Nice amount of heat in it. Also, a dash of... Oh, I forgot. I put three cloves of garlic in it, too. Chopped up. That was, not, that was, that was, a, nice, that was a nice flavor profile. Um, some olive oil. And the only thing that needed was salt. Afterward. Of course, I microwave them when I'm at work. I put them on for like a minute. Stir. Then I put it on for like another 15 for like another minute or half or like 30 45 seconds stir because I don't want it blazing burning hot while I'm trying to eat because I only have 30 minutes to eat so and I'm like oh, okay this is nice nice temperature and then after that I go I, I dash some salt on it because it always needs salt when you have to put things through the microwave for some reason it loses its salt content whenever it's getting Whenever you got to put it through the microwave. Don't know why, but it does. And then after that, it's perfect. Not perfect, perfect, but it's it's good. And it's very tolerable. And I usually have an apple and some peanut butter stuff to go after, after for, for a chaser. I usually just drink water with it. And that's usually about my meal. That's at least what my meal is this week. Talk to you later. Smithing, 
enchantments, like enchanting, enchanting something, and construction, and digging, which is part of my And also has um, and doesn't pick up on context clues of certain things, not and not understanding anything about what's actually going on in his situation and how overpowered something is. He says it's normal because he says in his village this is normal and everything like that. But it doesn't get the context of, hey, everything else, the way people are reacting, that's not normal. Meaning, what you're doing is not fucking normal. He doesn't, he has not yet picked up the fucking epiphany about that. And he's always down and thinking that he's always getting fired, not understanding the context clues of, hey, you're not getting fired. You're doing a good job, but we can't... Yeah, you're tending to get fired. But you're not actually getting fired. You're just doing too good of a good job that you need to go to do something better. But no. He's not getting that... He's not getting that, like, hard set saying, Hey, you are doing a great job. You need to do a great job over here and also do the same kind of thing. Or something, something like stuff like that. But this bastard is not bothered to fucking pick up on that because he's so fucking densely stupid. And there's a ranking thing or whatever it's for a workshop building that. There's a rank in this world called like um, Manager Artifact Artifact Factor or whatever you want to fucking call it. The, a person who makes like artifacts and discovers science and all this other stuff. Basically, I was on lab. The royal court in that kingdom has made him that. Or at least the uh, the chief person of magical stuff has made him that problem. He doesn't know he's that person. Also problem. He doesn't want to be that person because he do, he wants to do manual labor like chores and stuff like cleaning laundry and wiping and cleaning and cleaning the hallways and making beds and doing the and the doing the garden work and which is also max that that skill out and and um and barrier mat and, and all this other stuff. He wants to do that kind of manual stuff. Problem. He's maxed out all of his skill sets to that degree that he's so fucking overpowered, but yet he doesn't see it himself. Oh, and by the way, he's a fucking little kid, like maybe 13 years old, with depression enough to where he's had enough depression because... He keeps getting fired because he's too good at it. He doesn't listen to instructions enough in the sense saying, hey, we're expected you to do this much. Don't go overboard is basically the not is the context clues of don't going overboard. The the guy said, I expect you to do at least half a barrel. He does 18 barrels. And uses those 18 barrels of cement with purification magic to cover up two entire sets of walls, both sides. And and he's basically purified the walls to where if anything undead touches it, it immediately disintegrates. And you don't find that out until where I'm at right now in the chapter. Also... He nonchalantly, for a minute, second, to make an enchantment purification crystal, this nonchalantly makes it. But he he has so much magic power that he doesn't know that that brief second is like the equivalent of a bomb. 
he's basically making pre-fricasting grenades and he doesn't know that. This fucking moron. And the but he's around some good people. They're trying to tell him and are telling him in certain ways to do things in a way that they know that he's better at understanding it doing hey, do it this way, that way you can help me out, but if I tell you the real reason why I want you to do this, you're not gonna do it because you're gonna feel you're under underdoing something because you don't know what you're actually doing is this. Like like uh, dispelling a curse. He doesn't see it dispelling a curse as dis- dispelling a curse. He just sees it as mundane. Hey, you need to leave to eat something. Here, let me mix you up some nice herbs in this in this thing or in, 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 in my daily cooking. That also, it also has my enchanted magic in it that is so, somewhat purifying and and yeah, oh yeah, I just dispelled your curse with by, by you eating an orangiri or some rice porridge just because I happen to have some purification and and uh, and medical herbs inside of my dishes, which automatically fucking dispel the fucking curses that are no matter how bad it is on you. understand what fucking anti-curse barriers are. He thinks they're fucking graffiti. Oh, and magic... Because the... He doesn't understand what magic talismans are. He really does not. So he takes magic talismans that are not supposed to be able to be raised at all. And he fucking erases them with a single wipe of a washcloth with just water. But the problem is, it's purified water and purified cleaning like magic. Boosts to the max to where everything he does is to the max degree level of everything's good. Everything's sanitary. Everything's like that. But he doesn't know that he's doing it that way. He's a fucking moron. And these bastards are trying to tell him. And when they do try to tell him, he just puts it off. It's like, oh, this is just normal. Fucking hell. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now in that manga. Only got 28 chapters and stuff. Um, I can't remember the name of it right now, top of my head. But overall, it's pretty good. Uh, they just finished a big fight battle thing, and they and they just figured out who the uh, bad guy was that was going against the kingdom in the sense that, it, of course, of course, it was the. <clears throat> Corrupt, greedy, piece of shit, fat priest. Of course it was. Ugh. Of course it was. Ah, oh, damn it, I forgot that. Yes. Yes. Except for the guns, 
the sense of getting the red guns for them and Need to buy me a new battery pack, I think. I'm not some crazy teenagers. They look like they're about to play with gasoline. Don't know why. And I just uh, 382. Where are my gases at right now? Yeah, I guess that'll be it for today. I'm not actually sure though. That might be it for today. Yeah, that'll be it for today. Talk to you guys later. Hey guys. I slightly bit my tongue apparently today or something. And, um, you're going to hear some ambient noise from outside my car. Um, no, nothing new major. Just, oh, I'm going to try to start dating if I can get a date going.
listen to this podcast, but I'm going to be heading out there in September for um, one of those cons, one of those those Comic-Cons, with me brother and sister, which is nice.
left, too far to the right. I get sometimes it doesn't have a crooked one way, it's crooked the other way. You can never draw uh, uh, perfectly symmetrical for some stinking reason. Not because it's not a very symmetrical letter. idea by then.